You are listening to KGNU, FM 88.5 Boulder, KGNU 1390 Denver. And this is a public affair for Monday, February 13 of 2022. Welcome to Storytellers of Color, a monthly show that airs every second Monday as part of a public affair here on KGNU. The show's main goal is to provide a safe space for communicators of color through conversations to elevate their voices and discuss equity in the media. I am your host this morning, Rosanna Longo-Better, and our guest this morning is Topaz Hooper, a world-traveling poet, a writer, and an artist based in Boulder who spends time writing poetry about world injustices to promote peaceful relationships. Welcome to the studios, Topaz. Thanks so much for having me, Rosanna. It is a pleasure to have you here today. I'm going to just tell you that the day when I had the opportunity to see you perform your poetry, I said, Topaz needs to be in the radio. So I just want to really thank you for taking the time to come today. This is such an honor. I love sharing my work with people and think there's no better time than now to share art, have it be a bridge to connect us to the issues that matter. Do you know also that today is World Radio Day? And the theme this year is Radio and Peace. And it was decided by the UNESCO in 2011 during its 36th conference. Radio is recognized as a great medium for educating people, providing information, and promoting freedom of expression around the world. When I investigated this yesterday, I was able to get a message from the president of the UNESCO, Tafik Jelassi. I was super touched. I said, this is the perfect one to come for this interview with you. My question to you right now is, what is freedom for you? Freedom for me is the anonymity of being in different parts of the world and not feeling like my skin color really matters. I find my most free moments when I'm in a beach, anonymous, in a country where I don't speak the language, in a space where I can create freely in nature. And those are free moments because I don't have to think about what I look like or what I sound like. I can just exist. That's really nice. And let me tell you, that's the reason when I heard this uh, announcement from the president of the UNESCO, I said, we need to play it. It's a must so that it can encompass our conversation today. Radio continues to be the most easily accessible communication medium, educating, informing, and entertaining all segments of society. It can reach the most remote areas and the most marginalized people. Radio plays a fundamental role in counseling, mediation, and reconciliation for harmonious human relations, promoting peace to overcome civil, national, and international conflicts. The theme of this year's World Radio Day is Radio and Peace. It comes at a time when we face growing misinformation and disinformation, polarization, violence, extremism, and increased natural disasters due to climate change, among many other societal and natural challenges. 
Let us use radio to alleviate such situations by providing balanced, diverse, and inclusive programs that promote peaceful and harmonious relationships. Lastly, we applaud all technological innovations that facilitate access to the radio and expand the dissemination of its programs in order to spread messages of friendship, hope, and peace. Happy World Radio Day 2023. Listen to that, and it's amazing if you think about it, really, that today is World Radio Day. And the theme of this year is Radio and Peace. And I'm thinking about your poetry. And I am thinking, in your book, in your poetry book, My Mind's Eye, Poetry and Visual Art on Social Justice, philosophy and identity highlighted your life experience of being a person of color living in a predominantly white spaces. I was able, like I was sharing at the beginning, to see you perform. And we were surrounded by mostly white people on that event. And it was the event about the three muses. I also covered that story. And it was outstanding. And I'm going to try to describe to our listeners where you were so that we can understand how impressive it was. So this was a nice, beautiful space decorated. We, people were laughing. You know, the, those events that are happening now that we normally don't get the contact with people. And you went all the way up uh, to, you know, you went up to a ladder and there was a small place for you to perform. You pull out your book. And you read from it, and it was amazing. Everybody was quiet, and what we were able to share with you, it was love. We could feel the love in your words, and you have prepared a poem for us today. And I think that it is super important for us to go deep into the love, especially because Valentine's Day is tomorrow. So we have World Radio Day peace and radio. And then we have Valentine's Day tomorrow. And I just want to make sure that before you read that poem to us, you give us a little reflection about having to, you know, the opportunity to come to the radio on on this special day, World Radio Day. And you're a traveler and you love going and seeing the world. To me, it is so beautiful to be speaking on World Radio Day because not many people get a voice on the radio. Uh, I think it's an honor to share my story, especially as a woman of color who is living in Boulder, which is a primarily white uh, space. And there's a lot of opportunities for me to not feel confident or to feel nervous or to feel othered or to feel unsafe. And I've made it a mission with my poetry and my personal life to really own my difference to own it and to love it and to know that it's something I can't change and to embrace it. So as we move into Valentine's Day, I'm continuing to focus on how can I lean into my skin? How can I lean into my gender and the way that I look? How can I how can I be proud of something that was given to me by my mother and her mother and her mother's mother? And how do I allow that to make me stronger and unique? and special in this space where there's not a whole lot of people like me? And how can I use this art and myself to hold space for others who are just entering this community that also feel 
that maybe it's not for them or there's not enough diversity for them. So to me, it's it's a gift to be different. It's a, it's an opportunity to show a different way of being in Boulder, and I think it's I think it's awesome. <laughs> you know, it's the word that comes to my mind is belonging. Belonging is so important to feel that you belong, to feel that you are part of. That is what we felt when we heard your poem. Your poem really took us to a place. It would be fantastic if you can share with us right now that poem about your love to yourself. Yeah, this poem is called Earthly Beauty. I am beautiful. Yes, I am. You may watch, but you may not touch. My body is sacred, a place of religiosity. I religiously splash papaya water on my skin and paint my sins with warm shea butter. My body is delicate. Only walnut seeds and honey may grace my large follicles. My body and being are oceanic, full of the salt and water. But there is more wildlife. There are no crabs to clamp and cut. There is no shrimp to feed on my endless bottom. There is only salmon, pink, soft, and delicious. My eyes are almonds with chocolate chip centers. My hair is as buoyant as young children playing on pogo sticks. My skin is as rich brown and red as the Colorado River. My breasts are soft and juicy mangoes. My hips are bullies that get their way. My legs are tree trunks, rooted, firm, and nourished. My feet are made of flowers, opening and closing in unison. My lips are plush pillows of strawberry and banana. My body is sacred, whole, loved, by me and for me. Ah, just want to take a little time to feel the power of those words because it is so important to love ourselves because the only way to love others is by loving ourselves. And it is such a difficult task. I wish it could be easy, huh? Like, it comes to my mind to love my accent, for example. That is so difficult, especially if you're working in radio, if you're doing things in, in, you know, voicing things, and then suddenly you have to repeat one word a hundred times. It's humbling. It is difficult. But I always say to myself, behind that language that I'm speaking um, right now, there's another language that I speak another mother tongue that brings me to understand that the beauty is really that we are all different. And I have to say that especially this month, you know, Black History Month, it is humbling to realize how much effort we put out to celebrate this month here, especially in Boulder, Colorado. And, um, there has been amazing events. So my question to you is, where did you celebrate? You know, what was that moment this year that you were like, this is it? Hmm. Well, it hasn't happened yet because, well, it's 2023 and this happened last year. But last year, I had a moment where I was talking to a diversity, equity and inclusion officer that I I'm very good good friends with. And she said this year, and that was in 2022, 
we don't have to be apologetic. And she and I raised our glasses of tea and put our hands <laughs> into the air and said, we don't have to be apologetic. And that's what I'm bringing into 2023. So much of Black history is about the past. And that's beautiful. We really want to reflect on what our ancestors have done and, and made progress for us. But still so many of us apologize for being in spaces, for having an accent, for looking a certain way, for having our hair out in a certain style. And I believe in 2023 and beyond, Black history is really about being unapologetic about all the ways that we've contributed to society and all the ways that we're continuing to pioneer in arts, music, science, technology, entrepreneurship. So that's my moment. That's my mission. How can I be unapologetic about the beauty that I bring to the world? And how can I avoid uh, hiding it? Hmm. I love this word hiding, you know, because it's it really shows that sometimes we're afraid of who of who we are and how we are seen and that needs to stop. So I'm super thankful for what you are saying right now and I just want to take you back into the realm of poetry and I want to ask you when did you write your first poem? I was 11. It's actually a poem called Color. And I talk about blackness. And you have it in the book. I, I think I do have it in the book. I, I talk about, it's the very first poem that I wrote, but it was because I didn't like the association of the color black. And I wanted to rewrite that when I was 11. I was like, black, it's not this color of darkness. It's not this mysterious, ugh. it's this calming, soothing color that, it's the color that we all see when we close our eyes at night. It's the color that we see when we're resting. It's the color of creation, too. Do you know that right now, as the trees look barren and they look empty without leaves, they have the sap is rising and it is a moment as spring is coming where they are the most alive. But this only happens in the darkness. And when we are also in the wound of our mamas, we are in a dark spot surrounded by the water. When you mentioned the Colorado River in your other poem, I was like, yes, yes, because I'm working on a story of the Colorado River and it's just the waters and the darkness and the, you know, really where creation is done, it is in that deep, deep, dark wound. Yeah. I'd love to share this poem. Please do. It's the first poem I ever wrote. It's called Color. There's something peculiar about color. It paints the outer layer a hue of value. Red, brilliant, sexy, spontaneous. White, innocent, simple, delicate. Black. But what is black? Evil? Deceptive? Dark? Truly none of that. Black is simply neutral. A color of quiet. It's the color one sees when their eyes collapse. It's the color one sees when the sun is shot from the sky. Black is not a threat. Black is not an enemy. Black is neutral. Black is beautiful. Uh, again, you know, with your poetry, I do need to stop 
and reflect and let it in. That's my feeling as I am listening to you today. But you have other, you know, other colors, like I'm saying. I was looking at your blog and I was so surprised of everything that you are putting out there. I need to also remind our listeners that you are listening to KGNU and this is the Storytellers of Color. And we have in studios today, Topaz Hooper, a local poet, a writer, and also a traveler. And I was just referring to the blog that she writes about traveling, and especially I stop in that piece about traveling alone as a woman. And I just start dreaming about places that I will go by myself. Tell us about your new adventure as a traveler. Where were you last? My last adventure as a traveler, I was in Canada. I was in Canada to go skiing. My boyfriend's a big skier, and I am frightened of skiing. Every time I approach a trip or a new place, I'm frightened. But I do it anyway. I was in Canada, and I was on the steepest slopes, almost crying because it was so steep and scary. But I made it through. And that's what traveling is all about for me. It's about how uncomfortable can I be? How much growth can I have? How many connections can I make? Who can I meet? And how will it change me? Traveling changes you. That's for sure. It's humbling. Even when you go into an airport and you realize how many people are there and you suddenly realize that you are not the center of the world, that you are just this little thing among much bigger world that, and we take ourselves so seriously. So yes, reading your blog was amazing. Please tell our listeners where they can go and check you out because your writing is fluid. If you're interested in learning more about my poetry and my travels, www.topazhooper.com is the best way to find my artwork and my travel blog. Um, I contribute to it often, um, trying to contribute to it more, but I have some exciting trips coming up to different regions of the world this year. And um, if you have never been to Bali or you've never been to Singapore or you've never been to Costa Rica, there's a lot of new blog content that's coming this year because that's where I'll be going. Yes, the pictures that you also put up were really appealing to me. And again, let's go back to this topic about traveling by yourself, especially if you're a woman. And you gave us advice. And maybe the advice that was the biggest for me was like, you suddenly do not need to take care of anybody but yourself. I was like, oh, that would be amazing to do. It is really different when you travel alone. There's no more negotiation where you'll eat, what time you'll wake up, you get to follow your own intuition. Maybe you want to wake up at nine, maybe you want to wake up at noon, maybe you want to wake up at 6am. And you get to explore on your own what this new world or this new city or this new country has to offer. And most of the time is what I find is when you're traveling alone as a woman, you have experiences that you would never have with a male partner, or with other friends, you're completely open to the stranger that wants to buy you coffee that morning or the surf wave that you never thought you could do <laughs> or the gift that you found for your mother somewhere on the trail. It's, it's just a very special way to go inward and to um, practice fearlessness, to practice bravery. 
I think it's important because, you know, many times people say, don't, don't travel alone. Something can happen and it's scary, but everything can happen anytime. That's what I always say. So we just have to, you know, be open and be surrounding ourselves with good energy. So that way nothing happens to us. But I also know that you have another poem about feminism that really touched me. It's a short and sweet one. And I think that I want to hear that one. I want listeners to hear this one because it's it's timing, you know, as we are also going to March. That is the month of uh, when we are trying to remind ourselves that we as women around the world should have a, a safe place to be and that we should be seen as equal. I think this is, the, this is a poem that you must, you must read for us today. The poem is called What is Feminism? I'm high as a kite, but my wings are clipped thin. The female must fly, always, regardless of her condition. She must survive with the offspring. Why do we have to be so strong? Fierce as oxen, but soft as lotion. Mm. <laughs> Again, I just cannot um, continue once I listen to your poetry. And I really appreciate that you brought a book today. Why? Because I'm going to ask you to donate some for our fan drive that is coming. And it will be fantastic for our listeners and our members to get a hand of this book from Topaz Hooper, a local poetry guru that has touched our hearts this morning. I would like to also allow you to give us a last message. Since tomorrow is Valentine's Day and we are in this month of chasing freedom and love and no more apologies. My message, and it's my New Year's resolution or my New Year's word that I want to share, is to be brave. Be brave about all the things that we're taught to be ashamed of, to be scared of, to hide. How about we be brave this year in Black History Month? How about we be brave in self-love? How about we be brave in connecting with others and going to new places and trying new things? How can we be brave this year? Beautiful. So that is Topaz Hooper for you. I want to thank you for bringing us to your poetry, I have to say, for bringing us um, to your world this morning and for joining us for our Storytellers of Color this morning. Really, it's, it's a pleasure to have you. And um, let me look at your book again. Yeah, it's a beautiful small book that we will get a hand on. Thank you again, Topaz, for coming here. Do you know that this collaborative series is inspired by Journals of Color and Latinx Voices group groups with an open invitation to other storytellers to come into our airwaves to tell their stories and to occupy the safe space we provide here in your KGNU community radio. I have been your host, Rosanna Longobetter. Stay tuned for a counterspin followed by an eclectic morning of sound alternative. And let me remind you, you are listening to KGNU FM 88.5 Boulder, KGNU 1390 Denver. I have been your host, Rosanna Longobetter.